Hallelujah. So we had a very amazing and beautiful service. Numatica night. It was powerful. I tell you, it was it was it was powerful. It was powerful. And the glory of God was everywhere. Now, if you're thinking you're waiting for me to come and preach, this is the service today. <laughs> we are we are we are sharing some of the testimonies of the meeting. And um after that, you know, not even after that, during that, miracles will still keep happening. Amen. Yes, it has not ended. We'll share some of the testimonies. I told you before, I said anytime you want something to multiply, you have to share the testimonies of them. Many times, people are very fast and very quick to ask God for things. But they don't thank Him for what He has already done. And what they don't realize is when you don't thank God for what he has already done, you will not see more. See, someone rightly said, if you thank God for his finger, you see his hand. That really touched me. Many years ago, it was Eben. was at a concert. He said, if you thank God for his finger, you see his hand. So I want all of us, wherever you are, I want us to thank God Within the next few thank you. minutes, thank you, Thank the Lord for what He did for us on that Friday. We saw thousands and thousands of young people are praying. Thank Him for the testimonies. Thank Him for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for the souls Thank him for the liberation.
most of you here were at the call center, and that's why you are here. I want to share a te- one of the testimonies I received this morning was from one of my friends, um, Pastor Michael. We are thanking God because we prayed and he heard us. I remember it was right here that I was lying on the floor, prostrate on the floor over the uh, prayer requests. And I got a testimony this morning. A young intelligent boy who had run mad. And um, his aunt, I think it was his aunt who sent the prayer request. I'm not so sure, I think it's the aunt that the guy ran mad and they sent a prayer request for the pneumatica night this morning they sent me a message to say that the guy has started behaving normally we thank God for the miracles now listen I have, I have in my upbringing in ministry I have prayed, I have had meetings, I have prayed, people were not healed before. So I understand what it means for God to respond. I have had meetings, I have prayed. You pray, you pray. You pray, you confess, you out, you... And the case will be the same. So, I want to appreciate God. I want, to, I want us to appreciate God today and thank you for his mighty hand. I'm grateful because we prayed and he heard us. Even the testimonies began before the pneumatica night. It was as though the email was a portal. That once your prayer request hit that email, God recognizes it. God was in a hurry. I, I mean... We checked the stream, it was about 34,000 people. 34,000. Young people. And honestly, I was not expecting it. The impact. I was not expecting it. I don't know if you were expecting it. I was not expecting it. <laughs> you were expecting it. <laughs> Looks like God likes shocking me. I, I was, I was, I was not expecting it. I was, I was expecting God <laughs> anyway, but He did it in a very beautiful way. And people are awake. Ah, praying, worshiping. I mean. They didn't even feel anything. They were, they were still praying. We were still praying. Prayer was still going on. We thank God that He has done a work like this. By all standards, this qualifies to be a revival. By all standards. And it's just the beginning. Remember, I said that miracles will even happen while we are sharing the testimonies here. So don't say, you know. So people make certain mistakes. Every time we have meetings of this nature, sometimes crusades and two things actually dawn on me every time we have meetings of this nature because of the aftermath. Two major things happen to me. The first one that usually happens to me is it gives me the opportunity to see 
that rendezvous of broken humanity. I tell you, if you, I had the opportunity to see just one or two prayer points. I said, people are going through a lot. So you see the, that rendezvous of broken humanity. And this is amazing. Broken humanity. People crying about different things. Like I, I, I heard, I saw, I saw someone got to me. A young lady, 18 years old with a lung cancer, has done three chemotherapies. may God always remind us when we are I tell you when we are ungrateful broken humanity people are crying secret tears over things that they have no power over See, when, when you have power over something, you don't pray about it. People are crying over things they have no power over. And I told you, I said, the creation is only awaiting what? The manifestation of the sons of God. See the number of people who got liberated on Friday. I mean, God cares about all these people. So, many years ago when when God was taking me through a lot of rigorous process, he had you in mind. There are many things God had to make me pass through, not because I needed them, but because he knew I would arrive at a place where I would need to understand the people. That's why I always say that it's, it's, it's so evil to speak against men of God because they pass through trainings that on a normal day, it was never necessary for them. But God has to take them through it so that they can have a message. You see, having a message for your generation is not about reading a message or reading the Bible. That's why I say there's a difference between a man of God and a preacher. Having a message for your generation is not you read or I heard from a certain man of God and I'm coming to replicate it. It's people paste, copy and paste. In the spirit, copy and paste is not allowed. Remember the scripture I, I shared last week? They received such a beating. In the spirit, copy and paste is not allowed. It must carry the spirit with which it was delivered. Else it makes no impact. So many men of God have gone through many things. Been worked on by God. And what what was God thinking of? God was thinking of the people that he's sending them to. 40 years in the palace. 40 extra years in the wilderness. Why? Because he has to redeem the people of Israel. That 40 extra years in the wilderness was unnecessary for Moses himself. He could have continued in the palace and live a normal life, marry an Egyptian woman, have kids, become a pharaoh because he was going to become a pharaoh. Become a pharaoh and life moves on. But God looked at the children of Israel. He has to bring them out 
So he sends a man 40 years out of the out of Egypt. 40 years to be a shepherd. Why? Because I told you before, I said, God does not lead his people by kings. He leads them by shepherds. So, the, the best replica of kingship you would see in the Bible was David. And David was a shepherd boy. That's why Jesus Christ came and said, I am the good shepherd. Because that's how God leads people. So, God had to take Moses to go and learn shepherding for 40 years. Why? Because you cannot be the salvation of a civilization that raised you. God will have to take you out of that place and unraise you and re-raise you. So the exiting of Moses from the palace was not because Moses was actually exiting from the palace. It was because God had to exit the palace out of Moses. So that Moses can help the children of Israel exit out of Egypt. So he had to taste exiting Egypt for them to be able to taste it. So he went through a lot of things, not because of him. He went through a lot of things because of the people. I said it's evil to speak against men of God. Sometimes when people speak like that, you can see the, the demonic influence. Because even Jesus Christ was asked, and the wisdom Jesus Christ brought concerning false prophets, and, uh, he said, you have to allow the wheat and the tares to grow together. That's the wisdom of God. God didn't say, I will give you a special eye. He said, no, you have to allow the wheat and the tares to grow together. Because he said, when they are at a younger age, they all look the same. So allow both of them to grow together. That means Jesus Christ is trying to say, it is not worth punishing the genuine men of God because of the fake ones. It would have been better if all of them grow. If all of them are moving. I don't speak against men of God. There are many men of God people call fake in this country who are actually not fake. They are correct men of God with probably bad characters that was not fully worked on before they got to the top. Because a calling is a calling. A calling is a calling. It does not, it comes to meet whether you are prepared or not. At the time of your Kairos moment, you will move. But you see, that's why God does a lot of work on us. Sometimes he tries to speed up the process, speed up the process, speed up the process, so that by the time you get to the top, your charisma and your character will match. But sometimes, on very, very um, few occasions, the charisma and the character does not match. And then it becomes a reproach to the body. But yet still, I tell you, it takes a lot to be a man of God. So, I think we should relax on how we, we, we speak against men of God. And if you're in a church, right? If you're in a church... And the man, of God is, the man of God is doing something you don't like. Instead of gossiping, just leave. That's what I think. Nobody's stopping you. But rather, you want to stay in and spread the cancer. The virus. 
Spiritual Corona. <laughs> Just leave. I think so. If you think it's 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 too much for you to bear, just go. Tell him that I cannot take it anyway. Even though you might be compromising the perfect will of God, but I think since you care about your 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 the sanctity of your because when you are in that state and you are you are bitter or angry in the church when you're in that state, when the devil wants to use anyone in the church, you are the first person. Jesus Christ said. The prince of this world cometh, and he had nothing in me. That means the devil does not use people that don't have anything that attracts him. He said, he has nothing in me. So sometimes, the devil wants to get a hold of you, and he finds anger. You were the one who was sharing that issue with me. About how a, a, a young lady was uh, fighting with her husband. And she picked knife and stabbed the, the guy's leg. And the guy fell down, his head, his head hit the ground. And the guy died. This one is not movie. If it was movie, we'd say that uh, Hollywood, uh, Gollywood or Nollywood. This one was a real life. You know that it's your, your member's sister. Yes, yes, yes. So she's going to go to jail for free. Yes, you can tell when the issue happened that she did not mean it like that. When the anger came, the devil attached himself. It's not even a stabbing that killed the guy. So you can purely demonic activity. Not even a stabbing killed the guy. That bitterness. You know, it was it was actually what I wanted to share today. Because you know what Jesus Christ said? You know, uh, for some years I've been sharing on kingdom order. One of the kingdom orders or the law of the first, Jesus Christ said, if you, if you want to give an offering and you have ought against any, he said, first, go and go and settle your matter with your brother. First. Because you see, anger and bitterness, they are things that impede the work of spirits. It impedes angelic activity. No, even Peter said that if you, you, you have a grudge with your wife, it will hinder your prayers. Jesus Christ said, if you want to give even an offering, he says, as, as, as holy, as sanctified as an offering is, As powerful as an offering is, he said, God will not collect the offering until you have settled your matter with your brother. You know one of the things God helped me in my life? I don't know how to keep grudge for long. I learned that from my man of God. And you know, growing up in ministry, there are times... We were stubborn, we did one or two things and we were corrected. That's why I thank God that I, I was raised by somebody. If, if you don't believe my ministry, if you, don't, if you don't believe my ministry, I can point to say, ah, this is my father. <laughs> so I'm coming from somewhere. If I came from the sky, you can say, ah, this guy is fake. I'm not fake, but I have a father. <laughs> it's good to have a father. My father is Pastor Biodun Lawa. Yes. It's good to have a father. 
oh, Father, he, he corrected me many times. He can be angry with me today. The next day, it's as if he has not said anything. And I'm sure many of you have done it to you. I'm angry today. The next time, I was smiling as though that they are happy. If you have ought against any, don't be in a church and be beefing your pastor and be beefing your leader. Whatever is causing it might not be the issue. It's not about what is causing it. It's because the devil would like to strike the pastor and you are the first candidate. He said, the prince of this world came and he had nothing in me. I don't keep God for long. God has helped me. Oh, I'm, I'm so, I'm always happy. I'm always happy. I don't keep God for long. But some people, I tell you something, be very careful, especially when you come from certain tribes. You probably were raised like that. So now that you have become a born-again Christian, you need to start changing your mindset about certain things. Do you know me? Do you know me? Man de cabrado secreti. I'm a child of the living God. And our dear sisters too, the ladies, they should be very, very careful. They are the ones who know how to keep grudge. <laughs> Powerful, eh? To the extent that they pride themselves in the fact that you cannot win an argument against me. That if a man offends you, the man should still apologize. Who, who, who brought that devilish doctrine? It's demonic. It is the nature of every child of God. The Bible says that as much as it's in you, it says live peaceably with all men. That means no matter who is wrong, as a Christian, you should be in a hurry to solve it. You see this, some, some of these things on social media and they are indoctrinating the younger ones. So when the, when the young lady is growing up, she's not thinking that peace can be in her hand. The rest of the thing, I'm like this, I'm like that. Oh, Jimmy, now him. <laughs> Some people are never healed because they are holding a grudge. That's true. I said, in, in peak, let me show you, efficiency. One day I saw on one lady's status, I'm stubborn like a goat. <laughs> yeah, she said she's stubborn like a goat. And the Bible, goat refers to those who are going to hell. It's only sheep who go to heaven. Goat. Have you seen goat? Mountain goat. They don't. Huh. Ephesians. 
Oh, by the time I'm done today, some people are going to receive. Ephesians chapter 4. I'll start from verse 29. Look at it. He says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Hold on. See what he's saying. He says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. He says, Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Okay. How is this grieving done? Go to verse 31. Let all bitterness. Are you seeing? Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. This is, this is what grieves the Holy Spirit. We won't talk about what grieves the Holy Spirit. I said, I said these kind of things, anger and bitterness, they impede the work of spirits. When the Holy Ghost is going to move in a place and there's anger, bitterness, malice, he withdraws. Doesn't matter how many tongues or how many hours you were praying. Put, put, put um, this in your mind. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. And look at the things he said. And let me show you the effect of grieving the Holy Spirit. The book of Psalms. Sorry, Isaiah. Isaiah 63. Verse 9. In all their affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and his pity, he redeemed them. And he bared them and carried them all the days of old. Now, look at this. Look at the nice things he was saying. The, the, the first line is what even baffles my mind. He said, in all the affliction, he was afflicted. That means what they were going through, he felt it. In Talk about the Holy Ghost. I'll show you why um, it's the Holy Ghost. He said, in all the affliction, he was afflicted. He was so close to them, so joined to them that he was so tight with them. Talking about the children of Israel. He said, and the angel of his presence saved them. Now go to verse 10. He said, but they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Are you seeing? Now, so what happened over there was the Holy Spirit. In all the afflictions, that was the Holy Spirit. He said, they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. The word vexed there is the same word as grieved. They vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he was turned to be their enemy. And he fought against them. Have you ever heard of some people having a sickness where their immune system is rather fighting? Have you ever heard? Their immune system is fighting itself. And that's what's causing them sickness. When the immune system is supposed to be saving them, their immune system is now fighting them. When you enter into grieving the Holy Spirit through bitterness and you... Uh, he's given here... An analogy, all right. It's not as though the Holy Spirit would now start fighting you. No, what what has happened? What should save you? You have you have removed it. Did you catch it? 
What should help you? You have removed it. Go and forgive somebody today. I'm talking to somebody. Some of you need to go and forgive somebody today. Go and forgive your father. Many people are having issues with their fathers. Go and forgive your husband. Yes, he might have deceived you that he has three bedroom when you married him. You entered and it was a single room. For 16 years, you regret accepting his proposal as against the proposal of the soldier who was also proposing to you at that time. You might never know I'm prophesying. Prophecy. Ah, prophecy. <laughs> forgive him. Someone say forgive. Forgive. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to forgive. But sometimes somebody you helped so much will stand up and just turn against you. I'm saying, what if I, I, I apologize and doesn't agree? No, you have sorted it with God. Leave it. In your heart, make sure you're not carrying it again. And anytime you find yourself, you know, and you know one amazing thing, it almost like runs through everywhere. Do you realize that a lot of the time, the person you hate for doing something wrong to you, will now be doing well. You can die. <laughs> High blood pressure. Like a guy who didn't like me. And by the time he realized, I was on all billboards somewhere last year. I was on billboards in Accra. And some other parts of... Everywhere he's driving, he's seeing me. You, you, you can die. No, because you don't like the person. You don't want to see him. I mean, you know, like, what you, you don't see him. And you drive and so you see the boy. <laughs> yeah. If you are watching me, God's favor will be so strong on your life that people who hate you will get high blood pressure. <laughs> I said you can. Look, that's it. Your heart will be just beating. Like, someone came to me and said, why, why, why? Somebody came to ask me. said, why? Because I offended the person. Whether knowing or knowing is not an issue. I went, the person said, he, he wished that God would just show me. You know, sometimes we feel like that. Like, God, show him that I am also your child. And God is not interested in that kind of business. That's when God will now say, eh, Okay, more, more grace, more money, more favor. Then you just be looking and say, God, you are so unfair. There are certain people, once they tell God, God, I'm sorry, no matter what they did to you, once they go, okay, okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Then it'll be like the prodigal son, what do you want? Yeah. Then you will be behind. You don't know what happened back door. You'll be behind it. Mm. 
Father, show him. Show him. And Father is not showing him nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Barredo Secaroda. Hallelujah. So, can we hear some of the testimonies? Talk to me, Pastor Claude. Talk to me. What what's some of the things that happened during the Nomatica night? Tell me. Thank you very much, sir, for the opportunity. Um, sir, I'm I'm first of all, I would like to thank you also for um, being so full of the Holy Ghost to lead us into that all-night session. I, I was wondering what, what would have happened to several of these people who were going through conditions and, so, and you could see that a lot of people really desire that encounter from God. Mm. We had a lot of calls at the, at the back end concerning people who wanted, uh, desired God to a special encounter and it was so. So I remember a, a caller called in from uh, I think Amasamai, and um, the, the, it was a lady, and she was she was telling me she said um, she had an encounter with an angel. I think I shared that testimony. An angel, a live angel, according to her, she she encountered an angel in her room while she was connected to the service, oh. and it, it, it and she said she had never experienced something like that, and it it it, it confirmed her faith in God. Oh. It confirmed her faith in God, and she was profusely thanking us online um, and, and thanking us for organizing this meeting. And another guy who also called and said several of them were actually in tears when they were calling. Mm. And one of the recurring statements that you could hear in them is, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect it. Some of them pushed it in their, in their expectation. But, you know, there's always, to, to some people, there's always that room for maybe it might not work. Maybe it might mm. not happen. So, these are people on the 50-50 chance. And I had a call up, a, a guy who was sharing with me. He called and he was like, um, he had a, an ulcer, a, a chronic ulcer for some mm. years. And he also developed a very chronic headache, which has, it's a continuous headache. It doesn't end. He has been taking several drugs. Nothing seems to work. The doctors are telling him that um, they can't find the problem. So he called in and um, he said he saw the post from someone on their status that's why i say i think I, we had a lot of that we had a lot of that a lot of that and it it it, it was amazing and he was saying right where the serv- when the service was going on and you gave the word about it you gave that pains are dissolving and all that he said it was like uh, a, a breeze blew a breeze blew a lot breeze of people blew. a lot of people had a lot of wind in their rooms that is really a windy night yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. a lot of wind mm. And that chronic pain just ceased. And he saw, and he picked that as a cue that his ulcer is also gone. Yeah, these were the, wow. like the, the, the two major testimonies I received behind the call center. Becca, talk to me. 
Stampeka is a beloved daughter. Full of the Holy Ghost, I tell you. Full of the Holy Ghost. Full of the Holy Ghost. Talk to me. What happened? You are the call center. Yes, please. In fact, you are the one in charge of the call center. Yes, please. Talk to me. Thank you for the opportunity, sir. Um, sir, the call center was buzzing with calls of healings, miracles, encounters, like Pastor Claude said. And said one of the major testimonies that I personally see from the call center. There was a lady who called. She said she had been diagnosed with ulcer, two kinds of ulcers. So, and this is one of the um, utterances that you, you gave yourself as you were ministering. Oh. You mentioned the case. You said there were ulcers being healed. And she said she had been diagnosed with two ulcers. And then um, all of a sudden, while you were ministering, she felt a presence in her room. Oh. And then she oh. felt something come up from her tummy through her throat. And then she started coughing all of mm. a sudden. So I, told, I spoke to her. I told her that the demons were coming out. She said she coughed profusely and her parents even had to come and help her. So after a while, she got up and she realized that everything, the pain was gone. She didn't have the ulcer pains and she felt very free. She was such a powerful testimony. And then there was also another gentleman. So this is also another case you mentioned. You said that um, the Holy Ghost is losing tongues so or tongues are being loosed. Mm. So there was a guy who called, he said he used to stammer. Do you have their names? Yes, please. Sir. Um, the lady with the ulcer is Deborah. And then the gentleman who was stammering is Samuel. He said that he used to stammer and that as you spoke of loose tongues, he just began to speak. First of all, he began to speak in tongues. Then he began to talk and he was... He began to speak in tongues first? Yes, sir. From stammering to tongues. Yes. From stammering to speaking in tongues. Yes. And after that, the stammering ended. Yes, sir. And then he just began to speak fluently. He didn't stutter, not a single... And he called after. So there were actually two cases of the stammering. There were two cases of that. Oh. So another testimony. You also mentioned this case, a case of um, bones being healed. Mm. And there was a gentleman called Felix. He said he had, um, he had an accident three weeks ago where he dislocated his right arm. So he was unable to move his arm. And he said, while you were ministering and gave that word, and you told us to do, you told them to do things that they couldn't do before. He said, by faith, he just began to move his hand, and his hand was moving. There was no pain. He couldn't feel any pain. Wow. And he just moved his hand. Sir. It's a countless and, and he testimony. Had a, he had a challenge with his bones. Yes, we said. His, his arm was dislocated. His right arm was dislocated. I'll come back to this one, the testimony. Irama, you were in the uh, call center. Tell us. What was going on there? First of all, give me the atmosphere that was at the call center and uh, from the people and, and share some of the testimonies that were with you there. Thank you so much, Richard. First of all, I would want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on set with you. Thank you so much. I love you, sir. Love you, too. Um, sir, during... When we were receiving the calls, we, we were having this kind of I, I didn't expect it. I didn't know this was happening. I just felt electricity pass through me. Mm. I can feel the cold mm. um, sensation all over me. Mm. It's even here right now. You could hear it in their voice. Mm. And the Holy Spirit was ministering to them beautifully. Mm. I was so amazed. And mm. I was so glad that they were experiencing God in different ways. Whilst there was one lady... She called again. She called first about her experience with Holy Spirit. She was so excited. She called again and said, she can't feel the pain she was feeling. She didn't even know it had gone. She called again. <laughs> she just kept calling to give her testimony. And I, I believe they'll be sending more. Yeah. Wow. So share, share some of the testimonies you received from your side. All right. So just, um, can I read this? So um, 
right from Wager, Wager Barrier. Mm. He says he felt the presence of the Holy Spirit for the first time and he was so full of joy. Then he says the pains that come and go in his stomach had completely gone. Wow. And he was just thankful. Um, there was another one who is called who didn't disclose his name, but he called from Dantuman. Say so he had a metal wrist in his he had a metal wrist in his hand. Metal wrist in his hand. Sorry, a metal, a metal in his metal wrist. in his wrist. Yes, sir. Yeah, sorry. Wait. So he had a metal in his wrist from an accident playing mm. um, football two mm. years ago. Mm. And it's constantly paining him. Mm. During the prayer, as he prayed about the boon, the pain just left. He was not moving his hand. Yes, and he could turn his hand. He could turn it any side as he wanted, wow, which he couldn't do before. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much, sir. Wilson. Sir. Tell us. Ah, sir, last Friday was something else. Uh, the power was so strong. I, I personally never thought <laughs> from online. I've seen me- things in meetings, but online. Because, you know, with online, there are a lot of distractions. Yes. You have to have like three times the power of, of, an, of a physical meeting. Because I sometimes go online, so I understand. You go online and watch somebody, you just go to the next thing. <laughs> you know? But we had so many testimonies of, I, I just found it yeah. and I couldn't go anywhere again. Yeah. Power. Someone say power. 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 Raw, raw. Power. Talk to me. Yes, sir. So, um, it was powerful. We had a testimony from um, Sister Jennifer. She said she had an ankle pain since last year. An ankle pain since yes. last year? So, since last year. And because of that, she couldn't wear heel. So, immediately you ministered and you declared the word. Mm. She felt that the pain, she felt a cold wind in mm. the room. This cold wind. <laughs> and she said immediately the pain left mm. so to test if <laughs> everything worked she she put on her heel mm. and walked and said she said she walked perfectly and painlessly wow. mm. powerful instant instant healing and we also had a testimony for bro- brother Philemon he said he used to have chest pains as he breathed. But after you prayed, it just left. Instant. Instant. The instant miracles are just so many. Brother Maxwell also said he was having waist injury from playing basketball. He said immediately the word was declared. Instantly. Instantly he received his healing. And someone also had an infection of the truth. Mm coupled with an infection in the private area and instantly when you gave the word he was also healed powerful testimony sir powerful yes sir sir, i just remembered uh, a very unique testimony that um, um while, while we're preparing for the pneumatica night, we received uh, one of the, the um, leaders contacted me and she spoke to me about a, lady, a young lady 
um, I think in the junior high school, who actually has had several suicide attempts on her life. And, and the, the amazing thing about it is she's not alone. She actually has a friend who they, they want to commit suicide together. Ah, joint suicide. <laughs> and it, it, it's, 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 it's because of certain things that had happened in their lives. As, as young as they are, you think that these people are just young and you know, what could they be caring about? But um, they've had, she's, she's had several suicide attempts. And during the week, we, we, um, she was told to connect to the pneumatic night. Initially, she was a bit reluctant. She didn't know what to expect. You know, is it just going to be an all night of prayer? I prayed before. God didn't do anything. Mm. And, you know, she was encouraged to come for this, um, to, to connect to this pneumatic night and say, while the service was going on, this young lady, and she asked her other friend who, you know, they have this peculiar issue to, to connect so that everything is, if it doesn't work, they both go and do their, their After, <laughs> and, and say, it's, it's amazing how the two of them connected. I don't know if she's connected today, but it was a really inspiring testimony. The two of them connected and the lady broke down in tears wow. right in her room. She broke down in tears. I'll share this 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 one with you. Yes, sir. It was from a. It's it's it's, it's like the one you you were, you were talking about. Uh, she's in the, the U.S. Yes, sir. And her her prayer point was that she sent to the uh, mail was that she wanted her family to receive salvation. And in her family, the only ones who had not received salvation were junior sisters. So not knowing the junior sisters were also contemplating suicide. Said they, were, they overdosed, right? They, they had been trying to take, you know, because they said they've been depressed. So she said she sent, and she didn't know about it. But she just knew they were not born again. But she didn't know what was going on in their lives. So she sent the prayer point. I woke up this morning to a very beautiful testimony. An elating voice note. You know when the voice note, you know that when the person is very excited, you can tell. And this lady was telling me, her name is Theophila. She was telling me that the sister had been hiding this overdosing thing. All of a sudden, the sister now tells her that what, this is what she has been going through. And she's trying to overdose. And she's taking the drugs, but she's not overdosing. So she now decides to tell her sister. Her sister leads them to Christ. Just as she wrote, and they start listening to the podcast. The prayers have been answered. Very windy. Very, very windy. Stasoma, tell me. Yes, thank you so much, sir, for the opportunity. Sir, thank you. Thank you for organizing such a program as this. And so many lives have been impacted, sir. So I want to I want to touch on the encounters that people had. So I remember during the service you said that you can see that some people are going under the power in their rooms. Yeah. And so it was exactly just that. People called and say they, they just went under the power. In I heard one. She said she went under the power in the bedroom. She woke up in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Powerful. So powerful testimony. So somebody, said, somebody said he's all the way from, he connected all the way from Tamale. He says, so in fact, he was, he was describing live commentary. He, was, he said, I, I, can't, I can't even describe what I'm feeling. The anointing is so strong. I'm, I'm lying prostrate and crying out, and I'm filled with so much peace. I can feel his presence. He's indeed here with me right there in his room. Wow. So many of them also shared um, 
Somebody said, I felt the power in my room and all of a sudden I could hear my mom speak in tongues and cry loud in her room and mm. the whole house started praying. She was connected and she had her mom speaking in tongues and now the whole house started praying. The whole house started praying. The whole house started praying. So, so somebody said, he can't even describe how, how he feels right now. He says that I've never had an all night this year like this before. In fact, so like you said, for me to be on YouTube, power undistracted, that is even a testimony on this wow. That's even a testimony. Somebody says, I felt a cold wind enter my room. It was so cold than that of the seashore, and it brought peace to my spirit, a peace I can't describe. says that I was so conscious of the presence of God to the extent that I started vibrating, and I fell under the power. said, I spoke in tongues, and my body started burning very hot, and this cold wind brought everything to a halt of peace in my spirit. said, right now, I feel like a newborn baby. So, so many of them who call said they feel brand new. They feel like they are new beings, new creatures. Some of them also said, they experience joy, laughter, joy unspeakable, and they know that things have been arranged rightly for them. Someone says, I watched everything from 12 to 5, and I can't believe myself that I was praying along, I cried loud, and it was like an automatic something. And so he cried, and then after a while, he feels really relieved now. He feels really relieved. So somebody said, sorry, sir. Yeah, go ahead, said, go ahead. Somebody said, hear more. somebody said, Hey, the people who broadcast this thing, eh, they are too spiritual. <laughs> so I was asleep, but I just woke up and I joined the Matska Night Online. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard things like that. There were people who said they nearly slept off. Yeah. And they heard the person when they shouted, Hey! He nearly slept off, but he felt a And we were hearing those things. Yeah. Like, there was a guy who said... Um, Something touched his head doing this. Yeah. There was a guy who wrote on Twitter. He said, "The people who organized this program." He said, "Nah, did." He said, "Oh, let me see if I can see it." Because he was, he was trying to say, like he didn't plan to join this thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, he said, "Nah, these people, their publicity was, you know." And we had so many people who said they just came. Yeah. They just came. Yeah. And they couldn't leave, praying. Free. Talk to me. What about? So, so you get a word about um, the virus, COVID nineteen virus. COVID-19. So we received. There was a, a testimony from the COVID nineteen. Yes, yes, sir. You get a word about it. Sir, please permit me to read it. Somebody says, "I want to thank Pastor Inok so much for the opportunity to join the service yesterday. Um, I saw the link and decided to join the session. And it was awesome. During the prayer time, I felt so much peace. And it got to the time Pastor was prophesying. He said, "There's someone, your close relative, has been diagnosed of the virus." And he's being healed. Said, I held on to that word so much. Just this afternoon, that was just this afternoon, he says that I was chatting, he was chatting with the uncle and he called and he said the tubes have been removed and he'll be coming home soon. Wow. Yes, sir. COVID is ashamed. Yes, sir. I was talking with some friends yesterday. You know, a pastor friend of mine said he joined. And he said he was in his office when we started. He said, I joined from 11 to 4.48. He knew the time we ended. <laughs> he said, I joined from 11 to 4.48. He said, he was in his boxer shorts. He said he was in his boxer shorts, praying, praying, praying. And he said, when I started saying, watch man. I said, he said he immediately went outside with his boxer shorts. And he said he, he went to act as that. There was a testimony I read to you yesterday um, about a lady who added her prayer points that she wanted her mom's business to, 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 to do well. 
Who has, is any of you sharing that testimony? Mm-hmm. Is it is with you? All right, go ahead, share it. So my mom started a new business in January. It's been really slow. At times there are no sales at all. Yesterday I sent my parent request. We'll do much faith that it was for, that it was fulfilled. That mm. she's saying she sent her prayer request. She sent her prayer yeah. request. This morning a customer bought her whole stock of pipes and paid in cash on the spot. And this was even before the service. There's another one. There's this other one? Yeah. Let me check if I can find it. He said, it's, I think, Vanda Ice, right? So I also sent a prayer request that the small clothing business of my mom should expand after the service. I called her and she told me she's going to the market. She just called me and told me that only today she made 700 CDs, which has never happened before. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Sickle cell was um, as somebody who is um, um, is suffering from sickle, sickle cell. Sickle cell patient. I think I saw that testimony. He yes. was a. Uh, yes, yeah, so he said um, he was AS, but he had got to do another test and he was awaiting the results. So um, we had pneumatica night on Friday, and he believed God that by the time the results comes, it would have changed. And said, truly, he's it has changed to A. It has changed. Yes, sir. So there was a lady to say she had a lump in her breast. Yeah, I think I saw, I saw that testimony of the lump in the breast yes, too. Sir. Yes, sir. Do you have that testimony there? And so she didn't. Disc- I don't have the name here, but she said she had a lamp in her breast. And after the service, the, the lamp has disappeared. There's no more lamp. Hmm. Would like to share any other testimony? Go ahead. this testimony that was texted to me she said for some time now i haven't been on my period but i was getting i always get severe abdominal pain as though it was coming today today eh, i told god that it must come so when i started singing the you unravel me song i started feeling serious pain in my abdomen so i thought it was the usual but i already knew i told god today the pain will stop and the mess the message will come as i finished teaching about the desire prayer and faith we had, we had started praying, uh, come and see. <laughs> the blood was flowing as if I was urinating. I spoke the room, but glory. Glory. Wow. She said um, she hasn't had it for more than a month. Hmm. Sarama, so, what do you think? Let's talk about the one hour prayer. Let's talk about the one hour prayer. So if you want to, if you want to call, just get ready because you know when the number comes up, people are going to start calling. So you have to be very alert. If you want to call in and say, oh, I'll, I'll take about two or three calls. 
if, if we've not shared your testimony, you have a testimony you want to share, you quickly call in and let's. I, I'd like to hear your testimony, your experience. Go ahead. You're about to say something. Yes, I'll say I personally, um, just don't ask. I, I went to listen to the, the message again on YouTube and said, I thought the power of God, just like in the studio, that it was replicated right there in my room. So, and so during the one hour, people kept saying, oh, the, the time went so fast. Where did the time go to? Where did the time go to? I tell you, the, 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 the one hour was so short. Yes, and so one significant thing that uh, happened during the one hour prayers, we had a lot of people receive speaking in the Holy Ghost yes. during that time. Yes. Tongues during the during time. that time. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people. So you actually said that um, people receive the gift of, of the Spirit and people receive the gift of the interpretation of, of tongues. Yes. A lot of people say. A lot of people. Mm. A lot of people. They keyed in with their faith. They said we are going to speak in tongues. They couldn't speak in tongues but because the word was given. There was this testimony that came and the lady was actually in tears. And that's the only testimony I think I posted on my status. The lady was in tears. Hmm. Alright, so it's here. Let me try and play. It was, it was really touching. Really touching. You know, there, there were crazy miracles like bones and all that. But this one was just about speaking in tongues. But it was really significant and touching for me. Yes, because... It demonstrated something about the Holy Ghost that happened that day. Let's let's hear it. I was always I'd always wanted to speak in tongues. I I just was waiting for I thought, oh, a man of God would lay his or her hands on me for me to speak in tongues. I I, I never knew I never knew this was how I was going to speak in tongues. I I, I never knew I was I, I would be in my room and, and, and do an online service and speak in tongues. I swear to God, I never, I thought I was waiting for one big man of God to, to lay his hands on me. And then. We would distribute the Holy Ghost like James. Okay, looks like a lot of people are saying, ah, the one hour was short, the one hour was short. Okay, oh. Okay, oh. Next time, oh. Don't complain, oh. Ah. Uh, hey, 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 there's a significant one. There was a lady who called before you even gave the altar call. At the beginning of the service, when you were talking about desire, she called and just gave her life to Christ on her own. So mm. it's like the Holy Ghost was giving her different messages to preaching. Like she had conviction and she gave her life to Christ and then she spoke in tongues. There was no altar call. It's like I was talking about something else and people were hearing people thing. are hearing another thing. Yes, sir. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. <laughs> with what has happened, I think we need to take online services seriously. Because there are certain people who came for the service, uh, who, who joined the service, who wouldn't have joined if we had it on site. Because they were far away. So, watch out for the next online meeting. Already
already, as we have in this session, people can feel the power of God. Yeah. You can feel the power of God. You can feel the power of God. I told you, I said, healings will happen even today. Where two or three are gathered, Lord, you said you'll be there. Lord, we hear, we honor your presence. Where two or three is there a call? Okay, go ahead. Hello? Yeah, hello. This is Daniel. This who? Daniel. Daniel. Okay, go ahead, Daniel. Sorry, sir. We can hear you. The one up there was so powerful to say. Personally, I had I had enough space in front of my house, so I went outside to pray. Said, "Hey, I was praying, there was this prostitute who sat me down and just watched it. She was just watching. She couldn't stand up. She couldn't do anything again. She was there so the meeting ended." Mm. 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 It was so powerful. I was wondering what I when I pray. I sometimes because it was outside. I opened my eyes and I realized this woman was still sitting. So I began to ask myself, "If you are awake, you are supposed to be working." As far she sat out with the meeting ended. Sir. Wow. Yes, that's that's the hooking so. <laughs> the hooking. I said that is the hooking. That's what we call the hooking. Yes, no? yes, yes, yes. God bless you so much. God bless you. Increase you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. Take another one. Hello. Go ahead. Yeah. Hello. Yes. You, 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 you can go ahead. I found myself running through. I don't know who's pushing me. Like, I don't want me. I can run around. So, I'm thinking about it. What's going on? Eh? Mm. What I was saying about it. Uh, we are moving in the spirit of the Holy Ghost. After I said, he said, I said, I said, I was praying. And I felt his spirit that don't in my heart so Yes. It doesn't matter to me before. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wow. Okay, I received a message here. Let me read it. Person says, um, "It just th- this message just came. The pneumatical night two was the best night ever. Oh my! I never imagined myself praying like this, not until Friday night. I f- I had I had a feel of a cool breeze more than the cold weather in Serbia here. Oh, the person is from Serbia." Wow. The Lord is here. I want to pray for you. Especially, let me say something. 
You know, while we're talking, I said something. I, I said, most of the time, when we finish programs like this, two things come to my mind. One is, I see the rendezvous of broken humanity. The second one is, I realize that a lot of people need the teaching of the word of God. That's why it's so important that we, you, you, you make it for services. Because what happened on pneumatical nights is not, I mean, I don't minister to the sick every service. But I teach the word of God, which keeps people in health. Mm. See? And, for example, t- testimonies from listening to the word of God, reading Pastor Chris's books, listening to PCDL, listening to their podcast. The testimonies from there are amazing. And that's what sustains God's people, the word of God. You see? So, the teaching is so important because, for example, let me give you an example of some things that you should do. There are certain people who join the Matica night, okay? And afterwards, there probably was an issue that was either half-solved or um, they didn't think had been done because they are observing with their eyes what the Lord has done. Let me teach you what to do. When you finish a, a meeting like this, and it looks like it's half done, it means you have some more mitigations to do. Why don't you go back with the message, go on a fast, and insist? You see, if you sometimes my readiness to pray for people when I'm in church and ministering, and after church, you might think I air people. People think I air them. People think when you text him, he doesn't reply. Because it works differently when I'm off the, the unction. You see, so when I'm done and I'm lying in my house, probably eating indomie or something, the, the effect is usually not the same. So a lot of the time, I tell people who come to see me, they want me, me to do this and that. I say, come and sit in the service. Join the service. Go and listen to the podcast. Because what happens on the, in service is not really me. Do you know I can listen to myself? People don't know I listen to myself. What people don't know is that last night, midnight, I was watching Numatica Night. I was crying. I was not on the No, it's not like that. It was not really me. To some extent, if I say it is me, it, I'll say it's because of investment. The investment God has made in me. That is what comes out. But it's not really me. The reason why I'm not saying it's not me, it's not me at all is because for me to say it's not me, it's not me at all, it would make it look as though I was taken over by some spirit and I, I didn't know what was going on. I knew what was going on, but it was not me. I was moved of the Holy Ghost. Do you understand? So I do it under an unction. When I do it under an unction, there are many laws that are working at that time. How aligned I am, my spontaneity with the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost can tell me something and I'll not say it. Do you understand? So, all these things come to play when God wants to use a man. He checks so many things before he can do those things with. So, I tell people, come and sit in the service. So, once the, the ban on churches is over, God can never be late. Whatever issue you're going through, make sure you're sitting in service. Listen. Sometimes people just listen in church. After four weeks, the problem they were crying about, after four weeks, they're okay. Either it is solved or they are 
standing in the faith despite the issue. Because sometimes God does not necessarily take away the trouble. He gives you the strength to stand in it. Because sometimes there are certain things that happen. You, you need to be spiritually mature to know the difference between a trial and a besiege of the devil. Because sometimes God is training you. Bible says it is tribulation that worketh patience. So sometimes it's something that God is trained to say. So how will you know? Except you know the word of God. So I was listening to the podcast and I got this. So I was listening and I got healed. I was like, how many of you have heard those testimonies? So many of that. So there are some of you, it, it, it probably um, is half solved or you are looking at let, the testimony of the young lady who got the $82,000, 85000 your member. Yes, After Super Sunday last year, when everybody now went to sleep after Super Sunday, she took the message and went on a fast. Sometimes people come to me. And have you noticed that it's people who have the most problems who don't like coming to church? Because they're expecting magic. If you're going to wait for one month, one month, and one month to have pneumatic night to have your problems, so you, you. <laughs> You can't be waiting a month to, you know, some of you that the issues that you know so they try to call me thinking when they call me they've called God. No. You call me you've not called God. You call a man of God, it's not God. That makes me know that if God had a phone number like you rest. <laughs> I tell you, if God we could call him with our phone like this. Go and watch this again. Follow everything again. Do the one hour prayer again. Insist. 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 They that make mention of the Lord. She said they should not keep silence. Insist. Don't think that I'm lying in my house and I'm waving magic wands for things to be happening in my life. Hey, fire of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Claude, sir. you know me, I don't hide anything. Yes, sir. You are in my house. Yes, sir. Do I come down? Not at all. See you once a day. You see me once a day. They are in my house with me. They see me once a day. I'm upstairs. I don't come down. And what am I doing upstairs? I'm not sleeping home. Hey, bye. Bye. Because I need to insist on many things myself. I remember a, a man of God said something. It was the man of God's wife who told us. He said, talk to your father. The, the, the uh, man of God, the woman of God didn't know that I'm not connected to the man of God in any way. He thought I'm one of his boys. He said, talk to your father for me. He said, sometimes two weeks I've seen him once. And we are in the same house. Somebody said, I want to marry a man of God. <laughs> I want to marry a man of God. You <laughs> want to marry a man of God? <laughs> you must be ready.
And if I come down to come and chat, maximum five minutes. <laughs> I'm back. I said, if you don't have a room life, you can never have victory. You can never have victory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to pray for you. Only stretch your hand toward the screen. All of you are powerful people. I understand. Hold on. I understand there are many people who want to join us after the, the ban on churches. You are welcome. We will receive you. I tell you, if you join us, your life will never be the same again. And I think as a result of what has happened in this lockdown, we will have a lot of online things. While we are still having churches, we will not stop it. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You need to go and minister to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Where two, three again. Stretch your hand and pray for them. Lord, you said you'd be there. Lord, we We honor your presence. Where two three are gathered, Lord, you said, you'll be there, you'll be there, Lord, we hear, we honor your presence. Gashina, Gamunan, Selkin Aljana. Gashinan Oh, oh. 